Welcome back to Behind the Why, where we take the time to get behind the whys of some of today's top issues. Today we're going to talk about spiritual warfare and the armor of God. So join us as we get Behind the Why. Yep. Well, before we get started, let me invite you all, please, to take a moment to like and subscribe to our channel. The more we get to people liking and subscribing, the more build up in those algorithms, and YouTube will uh, forward the program right. or put it out there so more people can hear it. So share the word. Share it. Share it always. And then get people invited so that they, too, can join this conversation. And we invite you to leave your conversations, your comments down in the, com uh, down in the comment section so that we can respond back to you. Uh, if you have any prayer requests, we'd be more than glad to pray along with you on that as well. Ready to do this? Let's do this. Let's get behind I the I spilled wine. my coffee, but that's I okay. I see you did. I see you. You know, we're just going to act like I didn't, though. <laughs> Dress you up, can't take you nowhere. <laughs> All right. Yep. So last thing we talked about, uh, we talked so far about thinking eternally, and then we talked about spiritual warfare last time. Right. Yeah. And I said, right as we were closing last time, we were going to talk about the armor of God. Mm -hmm. Because I think so many times how to people, fight. Yeah, people hear yeah. about these concepts, but they never really talk about what's going on and how they apply in the real world. Mm -hmm. We start thinking about spiritual warfare. We think about Rosemary, Rosemary's baby and, and Damien and, Exorcisms and, Christ, and you know, all that stuff, you know. <laughs> And in reality, the spiritual warfare we look at, live in or fight in every day is really common look. It looks very right. natural. And that's why I think so many people fall victim to uh, the ravages of spiritual warfare. Mm -hmm. We see it devastating our families, our finances, our, our personal relationships, mm -hmm. our professional relationships, politics, you name it. We see this conflict that is taking place as the Bible describes it, principalities and powers, dominions, uh, set themselves up against the word and the philosophies of God. All, all in the purpose of, as Jesus said of Satan, his purpose is to come is to steal, kill, destroy. Every time, SKD, as we say, SKD, <laughs> and that's mm -hmm. the battle plan of any warfare you ever see. Enemies come in, they steal, they take the property that belongs to the rightful owners, kill and destroy. Mm -hmm. and that's what the enemy does. So let's talk about that. We have a passage of scripture that we mm -hmm. set out, Ephesians chapter six, verse ten through twenty. Will you read that for us? Yeah. It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take to you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand the evil day in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt with about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, with which ye will be able to extinguish all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching for this purpose with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me, that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in bonds, that therefore I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Amen. So we think about that. Now let's put this in some of the context that we see going on today. One of the, what are some of the arenas that you see this spiritual warfare taking place? Can you right. identify some? Yeah, it's like we talked about last episode. We talked a lot about that, okay. right? In the sense of, we talked about education. Okay. And how there's battles going on there and how we can get distracted by looking at the little things that are happening, like a, a, a teacher that's talking crazy about things. But it's mm -hmm. like remembering that the battle 
that spiritual battle is the spirit behind those ideas, right. not the person. Never the person. Right? Because I think a lot of these, the physical things we look at can become that distraction. And so then we start fighting the wrong ways. Right. And that's what we talked and about. He tells and, us, right? And one thing he says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Right. But that implies that we what? We still wrestle. We wrestle. There's still and, a battle happening. And see, and that's the thing. If the right. enemy can talk you into or talk me into or talk one of our listeners into the fact that, or the idea, should I say, that there's mm-hmm. nothing worth wrestling against, there's no struggle, then the battle's over before it even begins. We've already abdicated or submitted our, our victory our, our def- to our defeat. Right. So an enemy comes in and takes our marriages, takes our children, uh, through the educational process, takes our children. Right. And even, like, if we're talking about the different arenas, even just within ourselves, especially, there's a battle. Especially you know? within yourself. <laughs> and sometimes we don't fight the right way. And so we think about that. And so mm-hmm. we want to look at the tools. Because one thing we understand that the battle is real. Mm-hmm. And, again, we said this before. It's not a battle, per se, against good God and bad God. Because there's only one true and living God. Everything else is a usurper and a liar. They are gods in the sense of little g's. They're gods in the sense that they have power as they are uh, people submit themselves to them. But they're not gods in the omnipotent, uh, all-powerful right. sense. The devil they, has no power that God does des- not allow him to have. He has designated power. Now, right. the problem is, is that he's very good at what he does. Mm-hmm. And his arena is vast. And this is what people don't understand. It doesn't matter which kingdom or which little camp you fall in if you're not under the banner of Jesus Christ. So no matter what banner you're in, atheist or cultist or whatever, you're still in the army or the kingdom of Satan. Right. And so what we want to do is draw people out of that kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God and of his son in light. Uh, again, Jesus said this in preparation for this battle. He said, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Mm-hmm. And then he went on to say, but people love darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil because their deeds are evil <laughs> they're in that kingdom right and so where there's they may look at another kingdom and say well that's bad in that kingdom but in the kingdom that they're in they're still outside the camp of god and that's mm-hmm. what we really want to target so when we start thinking about these various things that's happening it becomes very important we understand first that we are wrestling this battle is real and that our enemy is never people right it's never people it may be manifesting as a person. Mm-hmm. The person may be being used by Satan or by this kingdom authority, but it's never really the person. The person is redeemable. God, God can save anybody who will call upon him. Mm-hmm. That's what Romans chapter 10 tells us. So we have principalities, powers, spiritual wickedness, and high places. Immediately, the, the governmental powers come to mind. Right, mind. right. And so we have these spiritual entities that are residing in the people who are now occupied in these high places. And that's why we have so many of the people, they do things and make rules that you look at and you go, does that even make sense? Mm-hmm. Why would a grown person be pushing for this or pushing for that? It's because they're being motivated by their father, the devil. Right. And just because somebody says that they love Jesus or they want to quote scripture, we understand principalities and powers. That doesn't mean that they are. I, mean, I think about one of the tactics that was used by the Allies against uh, Germany in World War II. Uh, they had this one guy who was this uh, official who had died. And, and so they wanted to make it look like they wanted to feed Germany false information. So they dressed him up and gave him these papers that all looked official. Took his body and dropped it in the, in the, in the ocean. Had it washed up where the German soldiers could find it. 
And when they found it, they cracked this briefcase open and they found all these documents that had all these mm -hmm. troop movements and everything, but it was all fake. Mm. And so when uh, Germany started to put its Man. plans in position to uh, that, according to these top secret papers that was just found, uh, they were really making themselves vulnerable to attack by the Allies. And it was a ploy that worked greatly. And I can't remember the exact yeah. name of that detail. So if I can find it, I'll put it in the comments below. But if not, you'll have to look it up. But, <laughs> but what, what was significant about that is in spiritual warfare, that's what happens to us. So the enemy comes in and he feeds these lies. That sound good to you. Yeah, and right. so you get all rallied up and you start like BLM was a good one. It was a thing people got all riled mm -hmm. up about. And you look behind the scenes and you mm -hmm. had nothing to do with what they were talking about. It was it was a socialist movement that was set targeting the, the nuclear family. All these things. You but, know, what makes me ahead. think though the example you gave because it's easy to like, yeah look at BLM or like things in our world that are very mm -hmm, obvious. Mm -hmm. But even there's things that like, we do within ourselves. And I was talking to you the other day about how sometimes we have these vain imaginations that come oh, up, right? Yeah. Someone might say something to you, okay? <laughs> and the way they said it, your mind gets going, right? And then you start feeling like, man, they probably think this about me. And you start believing these lies, lies, lies based off of vain imagination, mm -hmm. you know? I was like, and those, I think those are also ways that our flesh and the enemy likes to come in to make us believe lies about ourselves. And Crouch then it affects our communication with others because, everything. you know, it's like. <laughs> Andre Crouch talked about it when the sun goes, talked about something about the devil. He's throwing rocks and hiding his hand. You know, you got to throw the rock and the hand goes behind yeah, the back. Yeah, yeah. me. And, and, and if we're not keen to what's really going on we will we'll fight each other whether right. that's on the giant political scene not realizing wait a or minute on a personal level <laughs> always stop and ask the question first could this be a me thing mm -hmm. could this really be a me problem which goes back that's why i love that we call this behind the why because that's a great example of getting behind the why behind the why you why know? do i feel this way why do i feel this way like really you know mm -hmm. before just because we oftentimes just react i say we as in <laughs> been there done that you know <laughs> i was what talking mean? to a sister this morning about this exact concept <laughs> And we're talking about the fact that, you know, when the enemy comes, he, he, tr he tries this stuff that we have a tendency to, to not really believe the word of God about ourselves. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is this. I always have a room to assume that I'm okay. Yeah, I don't have a problem assuming that you're evil, that your motivations are evil. Right. But we give ourselves the benefit of the doubt. I and had good intentions. Yeah, because I believe <laughs> that deep down inside, I'm really not that mm -hmm. bad. I know... Everybody's saved by grace, but as sinners go, I'm not that bad. And so what happens is we give ourselves the benefit of the doubt rather than looking at ourselves critically and saying, what does the word of God say? The word how of God do I says, stack up to that? The right? heart of man is what? Deceitfully, Deceitfully wicked. So who is my heart going to lie to first? Me. Of course, it's going to lie to me. And so yeah. I have to come back and look right. at that and say, okay, Lord, what does your word say about this? And that's where this armor really does. So come we should in. get into because we want to keep this shorter today. Yes, we're going to keep. How this can today. we really get into applying this? Because a lot of people, even listening to this podcast, have probably heard on heard put on the armor of God. Mm -hmm. All of it. Now the first thing you know, I want to say. Put it on, but how do we use it? First thing I want to say is put on the whole armor. Right. The put whole on thing. the whole. That's, that's what, what it says. God, that's what God encourages us to he do. He says, right? put on the whole armor. Put on of the God. whole armor. That means we don't want to pick on parts of it. Our favorite part that we like the most. No, let's get dressed. And be ready for combat right. because we have to understand that combat is real. Now, the first thing that the Word of God admonishes us to do is to stand. Yeah. And that means to hold firm. So having in order to hold to firm, having to, uh, to be able to stand, is that you've got to have that, 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 that truth. And this is what that first element of the armor is. Have your loins girt about with truth. Hmm. Now, contrary to popular opinion, truth is not subjective. <laughs> 
truth mm-hmm. is ob- in order to be truth it's objective it has to be objective if it's subjective it can't be truth right. because it's variable and truth is objective it's, it's solid it's, it's set mm-hmm. and so you can't have your truth and i can't have my truth right. you know, that means we both can be wrong we can have our perception you and it could be wrong but yeah but truth but does, can't stays be the same. truth and this is where as a child of god we have to come back and say what is the true perception mm-hmm. are is our perceptions agreeing with the word of god is our perception agreeing with what god has said is true about us or not and right. that's what we have to stop and say so we go from having the truth and then uh, so having that that, that, that gird on so we're, we're secure here in our in our innermost self to having our breastplate of righteousness mm-hmm. so our heart is our heart aligning with God and that's the thing that we get in trouble mm-hmm. on is that too often we have our again as we said you have your truth I have my truth so we have right standing we have right standing with you. I got right standing with Jack. I got right standing with Bob and Bill. But I don't have bother being in right standing with God. And right. that's what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. Is that are my perceptions lined up with what God has said is true? Or have I dropped to a cultural standard? And one thing we talked about, I think kind of connects to this in a previous episode. It's like wherever you're, you know, we've, we've talked about wherever you're... Um, treasure is there your heart Mm -hmm. will go also basically and so it's like where are we building that treasure Mm -hmm. um because if we're wondering man you know am i in right standing with god what does your life look like Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know not just what you say yes what does it look like what what am i putting my time into people claiming to be christians and they live in like the devil and you're going how in the heck do you line up with god when you're living outside of god's word and that's where it goes back again to being Personally critical of ourselves. Personal critical in light Testing of the yourself. word of God. Exactly. Not just me. See, it can be just as bad. Yeah, as not just being like, I think I'm another good. Standard. Yeah. No, it's, it's no. stacked up to the word. To the word right, of God. It's always go back to what the word of God is said. Because if I can come up with my own standard, that's still not true. Then I'll be good all the time. And that comes back to percent. Or I'll be so crushed and so bad, but yeah, I might as well give up. up. Right. <laughs> you know, and so the right. exact opposite is truth as well. Yeah. So then we go from having to stand, having that truth having our heart aligned with God, mm-hmm. the next thing we're going to do is have our feet shod or be ready with the preparation of the gospel. So now what is the gospel? Well, it's the good news of Jesus coming to save okay. everyone. While mm-hmm. we were yet sinners, he died. See, and that's the, the whole price thing. is paid. <laughs> when we come back to it, we need to understand what is the gospel. Mm-hmm. Yes, is that Jesus lived a perfect and sinless mm-hmm. life. Yes, he came as the Lamb of God. Yes, he was crucified. He, he died and was buried. Yes, he rose again. Absolutely. But it's more than that as well. He came to give us new life. What does he say in John chapter 10? That, uh, but the son has come to give you life and that more abundantly. Abundantly. And so he wants us to live in the victory of the kingdom of God right here, right now. Mm -hmm. That means I don't have to sit back and watch my family be destroyed. I don't have to sit back and watch everything I've touched to fall apart. I don't have to sit back and watch everything and everybody I love be sucked into these cultural wars. Because why? Because I have the power of God working in me. And it's better to be preventative. Mm-hmm. It's better to train up a child in the way he should go. So when he's old, he won't depart from it. It's better to be preventative. It's better to have these things in place up front. But if they happen and one of somebody I know gets sucked out into that thing or, or the situation come down upon my head, mm-hmm. I don't have to just give in to it. Right. I can now stand, make sure my I'm mm-hmm. girded with truth, my breastplate of righteousness is on, and now I'm going to be in the preparation of that gospel. I'm going to live out what this gospel message is. But before you can even do that, you need to know the word. Yes. So I think it goes back to 
simply knowing the word, it's, it made me think immediately came to mind is, you know, being ready in season and out of season. Because mm-hmm. there are times where, I don't know, like, there are times of like preparation mm-hmm. where you're not like actively doing things, but it's like in those times we need to get filled up. Think so we, it. you know what I mean? Think about it. There's just like, there's times like Do you that. really want to be in the middle of the war when you realize you don't have any bullets? No. <laughs> you want to prepare beforehand. Prepare. Like, be you want prepared. To know, know the word. Read the word. Yeah. Know it. Hide me, it in our hearts. Reminds me when I was going to prom, and, and a young lady, I won't call her name because it was so crazy. I went in there, and I went to prom, and I forgot to get my monies in place. And so I get out to prom, and I reach in my pocket and realize, I don't have the money with me. Because I didn't pray. But, but mom asked me before I left, do you have all the money? Well, yeah, I got it, got it. But I didn't have it. <laughs> left it. And so you cannot go out and celebrate the way you were going to because you didn't prepare for success. And so the same thing is true here is that when it comes right. to battle and war, if you're not prepared and the war is engaged, you're not going to have good success. Mm-hmm. You're just not going to have it. So we have to have ourselves prepared in this because, the, like I said, the battle is manifesting politically in the educational realm, mm-hmm. in the medical realm. We saw some of the stupid stuff that happened in the medical right. realm. Entertainment, mm-hmm. we see it happening. We see it even in churches. Yeah, in church, family, and, and, everything. And as you alluded to, well, you didn't allude to, you stated it matter-of-factly, is that the greatest battlefield is right here in ourselves, in our own mm-hmm. heart and mind. So we have to be ready for these things. Right. So we got our feet shot. And then it says, above all, taking the shield of faith. Now, I, I like. Why do you think he says, above all, take the shield of faith? Because, well, the Bible tells us, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Impossible to please God. And so, (laughs) all these things, if I'm trying to use the word and not mixing it with faith, Mm -hmm. then it might be, and then it's just nothing but words, honestly. Because we have to mix everything with faith to have the power. Yeah, then we're just talking. It has no manifestation of the power of the presence It goes back to what we talked about in the Bible study one time. that, And even Paul said, I'm not trying to persuade you with fancy words. I'm coming with the power. Corinthians chapter 2. You know, with power and the demonstration of power of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's what we want. And that's that. That's what we're talking about faith. An active, not a passive. Not a passive faith. Well, he could. No, but an active faith. He will. God will do what he said he would do. And that's where we want to walk in this life. You want to walk with an active faith, believing that God's going to do what he said he's going to do, mm-hmm. how he said he's going to do it, and that he's going to do it in and through me because I'm his child. And as we go through these different situations, whether I'm praying for a loved one's deliverance, whether I'm praying for the deliverance of my own soul and mind, that I may be transformed, as the Bible tells us in Romans chapter 12, that I may find myself in walking in obedience to God. So right. that's a battle too. Well, I'm praying for my marriage or my child or my, my finances. I want to make sure that I'm lined up in truth. So is am I handling my finances according to the way that God said I should? If I'm not handling my finances according to biblical truth, then I can have very little expectation that I'm going to get a biblical result. Right. And, and that's what we mean by truth. Mm-hmm. What does the Bible say about your particular situation? And when I look at it and I begin to fight in that regard, now I'm able to go ahead and hold on to the promises of God. <clears throat> and so then we come into the helmet of salvation. And I like to think of this one because this is how we control it. This is where the battle is manifest and it's mostly manifested right here in the mind. Right. That's why the Bible tells us to, well, we talk about this in First Peter, the other night in Bible study, to we want to work for what? The conditioning of our mind for obedience. And mm-hmm. that's what we want to do. We want to transform, teach ourselves how to think according to the word of God. Because when I'm confronted with these false ideas, I have to have that filter in place to go, no, that's a lie. Right. 
That's a lie. That's not truth. Mm-hmm. So if it's not truth, then none of the other stuff is going to work. Right. If I'm not girded with truth, everything else is going to fall down. Mm-hmm. So I can have faith, all the faith in the world, but if it's in a bad thing, if it's, if it's a lie, it's not going to come through at the end because it was bad to start. Right. And so, so this is guarding the, that mind. Yeah, this is the armor that God has given us. And uh, we, I know we want to keep it short this time, and I want, to, I want to be respectful to that. So let me read one more scripture that I had set aside here, and that's 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3 through 6. Again, Apostle Paul writes, he says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God for the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ, mm-hmm. and having in readiness to avenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. And so and that's mm-hmm. what we come to. Mm-hmm. We're just thinking about... We are in a warfare, but our weapons are not carnal. They're mighty through God. And I want to cast every thought that casts itself, exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Here's what the Word of God says. And this thing comes in and goes, no, it's okay. Little boys can be little girls. Mm -hmm. Uh, All these lies that come in. We go, no, we cast that down. Mm -hmm. Bring it into obedience to the Word of God. Go ahead. I was thinking, I think a great example of that that we see in Scripture is Jesus. When he was in the being tempted in the desert, I mean, he was you know, for forty days, mm-hmm. and then Satan comes to tempt, tempt him, and he fought with the word. With the word, you know, it wasn't. Oh, let me try to like defend myself, and yeah. he's the son of God. You know, right. he didn't, he just had the word. He fought back. He, you didn't, know? he didn't get in a tit for tat with Satan. No, he just gave him the word of God, and it extinguished every fiery dart. You know, that's coming, and I think that's our example. And Jesus showed us how to live. So you want to put on the armor. All of the armor. Mm-hmm. We want to first. We want to be able to stand in, in that truth that we know. Stand on what God has said. Go ahead. I think what you said too about all the armor is so important because there have been times where I'm like, I feel like I got the shield here, but then you forget to use it, <laughs> and then you're getting like shot in the chest. You're like, oh, you know, they or, find or you a soft spot, or you don't have a sword. You're just defense. You're just like, ah, you're and it's to like, all day long. you know, that's and like gotta, all of it together. You got to swing you know? back. You got to have that. Have your mind in the right place. Your heart. All of it. You got to be prepared to stand, to preach, to declare, mm-hmm. and then pray. Pray believing, because as you said, quoting out of Hebrews, right? Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Mm-hmm. We must first believe that God is, and that He's a reward of those who diligently seek Him. And as we seek the Lord in obedience to His Word, mm-hmm. He's faithful and just uh, to deliver us. So we can always come back to this, knowing that this battle is real, knowing even greater that our God. It's real. Mm-hmm. Our God is greater still, and he's able to subdue all the works of the enemy if we first take care of our own disobedience. Mm-hmm. If we bring ourselves into obedience to God, then we can go. We can fight. But all these ideas and philosophies we see floating around us, we have to be aware of what the truth says, mm-hmm. and then we can actively fight against them. But if we don't know what the truth says, people can say things to you, and it sounds so good. Mm-hmm. you got this empathy thing going on. You're feeling good. You're feeling sorry for people. But you're just walking further and further into darkness, away from Or it might sound wrong to you, but we don't know enough to actually have a conversation to talk Mm -hmm. and bring truth. Mm -hmm. I think that's another important thing to do, too. Just all these little It's like using, I mean, Scripture tells us, have wisdom with unbelievers, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, we need to have wisdom first in knowing truth so we do know how to talk to people. Amen. And then we can identify those lies that you're talking about and And combat it correctly. Just like any good Marine, you got to know your gear. You got to know it. You got to know your gear so that you can use your gear when you get out there in the field because it is real. It yep. is real. So 
We want to keep this one short today, so let's go ahead and cut this one off. It's very longer than we intended. So. It had a little bit longer than we thought it would be. So until next time, mm-hmm. remember to get behind the why of all these ideas and philosophies you see floating around in the world. Know that God is still on the throne mm-hmm. and that he has already paid the price for your salvation and deliverance. What he wants you to do is choose him. Yep. So remember, get behind the why, get right with God, and stay in touch with us as we Stay behind the why. Yes, always. <laughs> Until next time, God bless you. God keep you. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Peace.